John 14, 1 through 14. Jesus said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. I would not tell you this if it were not true. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. After I go and prepare a place for you, I will prepare, wait, I will come back and then I will take you to be with me so that you may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going, Thomas said to Jesus. Lord, why we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, and I am the truth and the life. The only way to the Father is through me. If you really knew me, then you would know my Father too. But, but now you don't know him, and you have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. That is all we need. Jesus answered, I have been with you a long time now. Do you still not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has has now, do you still not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So why do you say, show us the Father? Don't, don't you believe me that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you don't come from me. The Father lives in me and he is doing his own work. Believe me when I say that I am the Father and the Father is in me. Or believe because of the miracles I have done. I tell you the truth. He is he who believes in me will do the same things that I do. He will do who believes in me will do the same things that I do. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And if you ask for anything in my name, I will do it for you. Then the Father's glory will be shown through the Son. If you ask me, ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, o Christ. Christ. You may be seated. I invite all our young ones and our young at heart to come forward for the children's message. Jesus and God and God is in Jesus. God, I think it means that because. I'm okay, Papa! 
daddy. He'll always forget. And he'll never, ever not. <laughs> promise you because he'll always give you good promises. Okay. Yeah. Can I have okay. a turn? What does it mean when we say we trust in God? When God believes you, he, we believe him in oh, Jesus and God or our pray in our hope. Yeah. Nice job. I'm going to preach now. Okay. <laughs> nice job. We talked yesterday about sometimes that we get worried or we get scared or we're unsure of things. Sometimes we don't know the way to go. And what does it mean when Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life? What does that mean? I know. I know. I know. Okay, I'm going to let Marie have the truth. <laughs> it means that he is the way to God. Because he is the Son of God. Good job, okay? Okay. Um, how about when you're, if you do get worried or scared about something, like today when you guys had to go up there and stand in front of all these people, the was anybody worried? Mm -hmm. Me. Yeah. You were worried? Were you scared? Yeah. Were you scared a whole lot or yeah. not very much? This means whole lot, not very much. I wasn't scared at all. Okay, so two of you were kind of a little bit. One a, one a whole lot, okay, and Xander, not, very, not at all. Well, you know what, I want to tell you something. Do it. I said a little prayer before you went up there, and I prayed that you guys would do a great job, and that you wouldn't be really scared. And look, two of you said you weren't really scared, you were scared a little bit. So that prayer really must have helped. Well, what do you do sometimes when you feel scared or worried about something? What do you do? You need to pray to God because He will make you not as scared. And that's what I am. Well, you got to say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sometimes. Well, does God always answer our prayers for exactly what we say? No. Why do you think that is? I don't <laughs> Because that isn't always what you should get. Mm -hmm. And you don't always need to get the same thing over and over. <laughs> okay. That's true, isn't it? God knows what we really need. And sometimes yeah. we think we need it, but we really don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you each a little rock. And what I want you to do when I give this to you, I want you to close your eyes and just take your finger and rub over this symbol that's on the rock. Okay? So take a little, take a rock out of the basket. I'll, I'll pass it over, Xander. Everybody will get one. There's plenty. Well, just, well, just take two. Okay, you're, Riley and Brady can take one for their sister. And then you want to take one for your sister. 
And then pass it down. Okay, got one for Okay. Oh, she got one. Okay. Okay, so now close your eyes and just put rub your fingers over that symbol. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of does. It goes straight across and then down your nose, doesn't it? You kind of have that symbol on your forehead, on your face, don't you? Because it goes straight across your forehead and down your nose. So, and somebody said what that was. What is that symbol? A cross. A cross. It's a cross. I said it. And what I'd like you to do is put this rock in your pocket or your jacket or something. I don't have anything. Okay. Well, you can just carry it in your hand and. When you get worried or when you get scared, I want you to put your hand on that and feel that symbol. And I want you to think that Jesus is always with you. He's always there with you. Even though you can't see him, he's there. And I know somebody said yesterday, right, I think it might have been you, that you know that Jesus is there because you can feel him in your heart. And that's what this rock reminds you of. Yeah, that was... Well, it doesn't matter who said it, but somebody said it. Mind a man. Okay, let's put our hands together and pray. Sam, are you ready? Let's pray. And you pray, say it after me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For all our moms. For all our moms. And for always being there. For always being there. With us. With us. When we're scared, when we're scared, when we're worried, when we're worried, or when we just want to talk to you, or when we just want to talk to you. Thank you for giving your life for us. Thank you for giving your life for us. Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you. Already, there's sort of a theme of prayer today. And I personally pray a lot which might not come as a surprise to anyone, since I'm a pastor, and that's literally in my job description. <laughs> but prayer is something that I've been doing my whole life. Even during the time in my life when I didn't actually believe in God, sometimes I still found myself praying. And those prayers were usually sort of like last resorts, might as well get one in just in case it works kind of thing. And so they usually went something like, so... God, I guess, if you're there, maybe, make sure that whatever request it was. So it might have been this plane that is really bumpy right now actually lands safely, or that I get better from this cold that's just really wearing me down, or even just making it home safe from a drive or a walk. And they usually ended something like, so yeah, amen or whatever, and... <laughs> I was kind of a brat, even then, but I think I've always been a little cheeky with my prayers, and even when I didn't believe in anything, it still was something I leaned on in times of trouble or worry. I still found myself asking God for help. And so when faith found me again, as I began to trust that God actually was there and listening, as I began to trust in Jesus, I found myself praying more. And the prayers were still sometimes a little cheeky, but they weren't always just me asking for some sort of emergency thing. Sometimes I would give thanks, I would praise God, and sometimes I would just talk to God. I still talk through issues with God, like I calling a friend to vent about a particularly bad day, or trying to figure out an issue that I'm dealing with, and God can be my sounding board. 
And at the time, I didn't feel like I had a lot of asking to do. I just wanted to talk to God. And as I did that, as I had conversations with God, I began to trust a little more. I began to feel a little bit more of God's presence in my life. And then when th things did come up that really needed prayers for myself or people I cared about, the prayers of asking were more sincere, more genuine, more hopeful. They had a lot less whatevers and okays. Sitting in the hospital waiting room when my grandpa had a stroke, I prayed and prayed for God's healing work. As I began to feel called towards seminary to be a pastor, I prayed and prayed for God to one, that he make that not happen, and then two, help me with those decisions. When I began diving into ministry, I found myself praying with families, with those who were sick, with those who suddenly lost a loved one, and even with those in prison. Together we prayed and prayed. We asked for God's healing, we asked for God's wisdom, we asked for God's comfort, and sometimes we just cried to God. After I got married, Greg and I were so excited to be parents. Both of us had felt a deep sense of call, a deep want and need to be a mom and a dad. And as time went on, we continued to be disappointed. We prayed and prayed for God to give us a child, Eventually, we sought medical advice and heard some very discouraging words from my doctor. I cried a lot to God then. I cried because it felt unfair. I cried because I was waiting for God to answer my prayers. I cried because Jesus tells us in our text today that Brady so thoughtfully read that we can ask for anything in his name and Jesus will do it. But nothing was happening. By Mother's Day last year, we had given up on becoming parents naturally. We had settled into the idea that once I finished internship and we started our new jobs in Washington, that we would start looking into adoption. And in the meantime, we'd share the sort of parental love with others. Greg became a youth leader at my internship church, and even though teenagers sort of freak me out sometimes, I, I went with our youth group on their mission trip, and I found myself mothering my own little group of teenagers, laughing and sharing together and listening to them in a way that I had never gotten a chance to before. And still, we prayed and we prayed. The same way I had prayed and prayed with so many families asking for healing, asking for help, asking for miracles, the same way I had prayed with so many families looking for hope. Because when we trust in God, when we're trusting in Jesus, what we're really doing is putting our trust in hope. And last year, on this day of celebration, I found myself preaching at the largest service at my internship church. And I was preaching about God's inclusive love on Mother's Day, on a day when I was hurting and in pain. And called by the Holy Spirit, my sermon came about me sharing this story with 500 people, most of whom I did not know. The brokenness I felt that day, I shared, and I shared that my heart was hurting because I was not yet a mother on the day that we celebrate mothers. And that day, I put my trust in hope that this is what God was calling me to do, and God was there with us, and with us as I shared that with the congregation. And so after worship, I was surprised to find so many people coming up to me with tears, thanking me for sharing my story, because they lived that story too. Some shared that it took years, but they did eventually have a child naturally. One gal shared that her son had died and that this day was particularly difficult for her, but she was so grateful to hear that someone else was experiencing pain on Mother's Day. 
One woman shared with me the joy her and her husband felt when they adopted because they never thought that their hearts could be filled with that much love. And one man shared that even though he wasn't a parent, he was the godfather to five kids, and he was raising them in the faith better than anybody else could. And one more shared that although she had no children of her own and wouldn't be able to ever conceive naturally, she had become the mother to dozens of kids in her youth group, and her devotion and love to them had been returned a thousand times over. And the common thread in all these stories, what I felt and what I needed to hear that day, was that in the midst of praying and praying, in the midst of troubled hearts, in the midst of wondering where God's response to our prayer might be, in all of this, we come together. In prayer and the conversations we have with God and sharing these experiences, God guides us to each other. We find those stories we share. And we come together with God, and we can put our trust in Jesus, and together we find hope. And this is the kind of hope we find with comfort with each other, with sharing our prayers together. And we can ask Jesus for anything. We can pray and pray, and we might not receive the answers we pray for. But Jesus is still there with us, bringing us hope, bringing us comfort, and bringing us together so that we can share in this life together. Jesus came to earth to share these experiences with us, to pray with us, to cry out to God with us, and to bring us hope. And sometimes, sometimes miracles still happen. God is still working in this world. God is still present in this world, and God is still hearing our prayers. Jesus is still bringing hope through miracles. We put our trust in God. We put our trust in Jesus. We put our trust in hope, and miracles still happen. I've seen men walk who should never walk again. I've seen a woman in prison discover for the very first time that her life is worth living. I've seen a homeless teen find out that he just got hired at his first job and he was going to be able to find a home. And I've seen the face of my very own baby girl. We all can have experiences of God's presence in our lives, of God's work, of God's miracles. And we can't forget the biggest miracle of all, the greatest hope we've been given. That Jesus, who is one with God the Father and the Holy Spirit, that Jesus took on sin and death at the cross, rose to life again, and has gone to prepare a place for us. This is the greatest hope we can find. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, our way to hope, the truth of God's love for us and for the entire world, and the bringer of our new lives, the greatest miracle, our Lord who tells us to ask anything of him, our Lord who gives us his everything, and Jesus tells us that we will do even greater things because of him. That we too can be bringers of hope, bringers of miracles. And maybe the miracle we bring is a phone call to someone grieving at just the right time. Maybe that miracle is sitting with someone who has difficulty on celebrations like today and listening to their pain. Maybe that miracle is sharing your own story of a troubled heart, your experiences of God's work in your life, or maybe that miracle is just praying and praying with someone. We can be Christ to each other to give comfort and love to one another when we don't receive the response we ask for, and even when we do. When we don't see the miracles in our lives, Jesus tells us that we can become miracles of love and comfort to each other. We can share the good news, the gospel. We can share this miracle of Jesus with others, share this love and forgiveness with those we meet, and we can share this new life that we have been given, this incredible hope that we find in Jesus, and we can hope together. Because when we put our trust in God, when we put our trust in Jesus, we are putting our trust in a miraculous hope. Thanks be to God. Amen.